Hey, and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, a 17-year-old girl living in New York's Upper East Side, and I'm here to do my very, very best to explain what's going on in the wide world of teenagers these days. First of all, if there are any weird noises, it's probably birds, maybe more birds, maybe some dogs, because I'm sitting outside, so don't be alarmed if you hear any weird noises. It's all just nature. So first of all, last week I told you guys that you could email me at elizastarting at gmail.com if you had any questions that you thought I might be able to answer for you. And if I couldn't answer them, I would ask around until I could get you a solid answer, which is very true, and you can still do that. And I've gotten a million emails full of questions and really nice things. I love reading them, as I've said before. Seriously, keep them coming. It's my favorite. But one question I got was from someone who works in content that's targeted to young girls. And he's a 20-something-year-old man, so he might not have the first-hand experience that would give him the answers right away. So his question was about teenage girl or young adult friendship between women and what some interesting depictions of that would be. Which I think is a great question because it seems like a lot of the time people find it really hard to depict friendships between women and girls in a way that's accurate and not horrible. On TV a lot of the time you'll notice friendship between young girls and young women that seems pretty backstabby, mean, snarky, hurtful, and most of the time involves them talking about dudes. And I don't like that. My favorite kind of thing to watch is girls and women being nice to each other, supporting each other. Maybe you can spot a theme in the kind of shows and media that I like, aka niceness and fun. But I think it's much better to watch and way better inspiration for young women. And especially because there's such a weird stereotype that girls are petty and negative, which is totally untrue. We have a blast together and love each other. But all that depiction of us certainly isn't helping anyone. So I went ahead and thought of some examples of really fun, supportive friendships between women and girls on TV because those are not always that easy to find. So the first one is Abby and Alana on Broad City. Now I love Broad City, I think it's hilarious, but it's definitely not appropriate for everyone. But I think that their friendship is such, such a good example. The two girls are friends and they are always with each other. They're FaceTiming and calling. They can't really be embarrassed in front of each other. They know each other's traits in and out. One of the things I love most about it is, let's say Abby is going to do something that Alana wouldn't do. If Abby really wants to do it, Alana is in full support and will say, alright, I wouldn't do it, but I will help you do it. And they're always pushing each other to try new things, get out of their comfort zones, keep each other's secrets, have deep conversations, they know each other's families. They have fun together basically no matter what they do, and I really just love watching it. Another friendship that I love between women on TV has a little more adult women, which is Leslie Nope and Anne Perkins on Parks and Recreation. An amazing show, I would highly recommend, super funny, super cute. Um, really sad that it's over, but there are a million seasons, so you should definitely watch them if you haven't already. Just a plug for Parks and Rec. Um, Ann Perkins and Leslie Nope have a two-way, really supportive, really friendly relationship. There's a whole BuzzFeed post about the weird compliments that Leslie gives to Anne, such as, you beautiful tropical fish, you beautiful spinster, you beautiful rule-breaking moth, good friend, beautiful, talented, brilliant, powerful, Sometimes she goes a little bit overboard with how much she loves Anne, but it's all good-natured and sweet. The arguments they get into always stem out of how much they love each other. For example, in one episode, Leslie puts Anne up for a job near Leslie without Anne knowing, just because Leslie so desperately wants to be near Anne all the time. And maybe they argue, but truly it's really all out of how much they love each other, 
and want to support each other's lives. So I just really love that. I would definitely say that the most interesting friendships to me are honestly not the ones where everything goes wrong. I mean, we all know, or I hope we all know, that representation is so important in media. And one of the things that you rarely see is great best friendship and just happiness between women and girls. And I think that's super necessary. I love friendships on TV that represent my friendships with my friends. And I think that Leslie and Anne, Abby and Alana are just two of the great examples of that. In the email, he also asked me if I watch Girls or Orange is the New Black. Um, the answer to which is no, I don't. Oh my gosh. Okay, there's a spider on me, but we're safe now. Um, I don't watch either, actually. I started watching Orange is the New Black once, and I just didn't understand why they called it a comedy. I found it pretty sad, upsetting, and it seems like they like killing people off as just a plot device when those characters can be really, really important to people, so I'm, I'm not really interested, especially anymore. Um, and for girls, I, I don't watch that. I, there are too many shows that I'm really interested in that I still don't have enough time to keep up with for me to watch girls. I'm sure it's good if so many people love it, but it seems like each of the four, is it four? It seems like each of the four girls are pretty similar, at least on the whole. There are so many shows about girls in New York. I just, I don't find Lena Dunham that funny, and I'm just not interested. I'd much rather watch a show like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where there's a really diverse cast of characters, than girls, which might be funny, but just really doesn't interest me that much. I, I want to see a bunch of different faces, and I don't know. I guess I'm just not Lena Dunham's biggest fan. In addition, he asked me if I watch young soapy shows. For example, maybe The O.C. or 90210. Um, I don't, personally, but a lot of my friends really liked watching One Tree Hill. I think 90210. Uh, I haven't heard of people watching The O.C., but I know people really liked Gossip Girl when it was on. I just tend not to watch that kind of thing, but I think that's because I'm a person who's so into just watching cheery, funny things. I have to be in a very specific mood to watch such dramatic stuff. Although, when I was younger, I was very into Grey's Anatomy. And speaking of which, I remember really liking the friendship between Christina and Meredith because they seem to just get each other, and I love friends who just get each other. And I definitely do recognize that those TV shows tend to have romance. I mean, I've kind of got a boyfriend, so I don't, <laughs> I'm not that interested in watching other people on TV in, in dramatic romantic relationships, but I think a little too much value is sometimes placed on romance in media anyway. Goodness knows there are enough Nicholas Sparks movies to last us an entire lifetime, and while I think romantic comedies can be fun, sometimes there's just too much emphasis placed on that when really romance isn't what everyone's looking for in, in their shows and books and everything. I mean, I was trying to help my little sister find a YA novel because she is obsessed for her to bring to camp for a month and we couldn't really find any that didn't have romance in them. And I think, especially for young girls like her who are 11, you need some things that don't have romance in them because there's so much more out there. And I also feel like things aimed at boys are way, way less heavy on the love stuff. So why is that fair that they get so much other content and we get mushy things shoved in our faces all the time? There's so much more for us to be interested in and I think that the scope could really, really be widened if we just decided that we don't need to throw love stuff into everything aimed at girls. So those are my thoughts on that. I hope I helped. Email me again if you have any more questions and that goes for everyone. Email me if you have any questions or follow-ups or anything. Also in the last episode, I talked about Summer and 
how I tend to be in kind of woe is me mode during the summer. And right now I'm actually feeling great. I found out a ton of my friends feel the exact same way and also a ton of you guys feel the exact same way. I can't even tell you how many emails I got from people saying me too, me too. And a lot of people told me that they get jobs or internships or do community service over the summer and that helps them. And same here, I along with, you know, trying to explore the city as I think I've mentioned I do whenever I have free time. I love walking around my city because even though I've lived there for 17 years, I still always find new things to do and I just love it. Sometimes it's really nice to be by yourself, listen to a podcast, maybe mine if you feel like it, and explore. But somebody did email me asking if people my age or people I know get jobs over the summer and the answer is a definite yes. I'm working at a company called Patch this summer, which is online, so you can go to patch.com and see what it is. But a lot of people work for doctors or lawyers or our camp counselors. Really whatever you can find that hopefully fits into your interests is something that people do. And along with that, a lot of people are college touring. I recently visited a college like yesterday. I've definitely calmed down a lot from my freak out last weekend where I was just panicking about what on earth I was going to do with my summer. Um, and now I feel a lot better and it turns out it's pretty chock full of things, including a podcast conference called Podcast Movement, which is in Chicago on July 6th, 7th, and 8th, and I will be there on a panel about podcast diversity. So if you happen to be there, come check me out and say hi, because I love meeting new people. But of course, when I get stressed out, I still have my go-to makeup videos, walk around Sephora type thing that I always do. I am still obsessed with highlighters as I used to be and probably will be forever because you can never get enough shine. Recently Anastasia came out with a new glow kit which is a, it's a little box and it's a palette and it has four different highlighters of all different colors and there are three of them so far and they are beautiful and sometimes I just sit there and I look at them all and I, sh and I put them on my arms and I listen to a podcast and I put them on my face and they're just beautiful but I love highlighters and I've become into lip gloss recently. I used to feel like I was I looked really lame and like I was trying to be an adult if I wore anything on my lips, but I think I've gotten I've gotten over that hump and lip gloss is coming in people. It is coming back. So that is definitely something I've been investigating. I'm always I'm trying to slowly work my way toward that. And I've stopped wearing so much eyeliner recently because it's just so heavy and it's summer, but I'm a sucker for a good cat eye or wing. Although little fun anecdote. Um, once I was wearing a cat eye and my grandma looked at me and said, Eliza, I, I think I think you got your eyeliner a little bit off your face. Why don't you go clean that up? Because she didn't realize that it was on purpose. But those were that was back in the day before I had mastered it. Now I think I got it I got it down pretty well, even if it takes me like 300 years to perfect it sometimes. So that's just my little makeup rant. If you have any makeup suggestions, just realize I am a sucker for a good highlighter. I'm a sucker for a pretty mascara. I'm a sucker for a pretty lip gloss. I am a sucker for anything pretty and I'm a sucker for packaging. I'm such a weak consumer. I'll just fall for anything. I'm sorry if makeup isn't your thing, but if you haven't even seen a highlighter, at least swatch it on your arm. Just just see it. It's just beautiful how much it shines. My boyfriend is by no means interested in makeup but I've definitely forced him to just put it on his hand and just see how it catches the light. It's so beautiful. I always carry a little bag around with me, even in my school bag, and it's got like four highlighters in it at once because you never know, you never know when you're gonna wanna be shiny life lesson. So you may notice that during the summer these episodes are a little less structured and that's because I'm not in school so I don't have as much structure. There's not always something to be stressed about right now for me which is really rare because I tend to be stressed as much as a person possibly can be stressed. 
I'm doing okay. And I hope you guys are too. So thank you for listening. Follow my Instagram, which is at Eliza Starting, to see pictures of all the stuff I talk about. When I get home, I'll definitely post a picture of my highlighter collection so you can know that it is out of this world. And come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then. Bye.